I'm Ariel Free. Hey, Ariel Free. I'm George Lawton. <laughs> Welcome back to All Round Mine with Primark. <laughs> Where we go round the homes of the biggest names. And find out what home means to them. How's your house looking, babe? It's looking good. It's coming along. Went on a, a big houseplant shop yesterday. Oh, that is peak new. Just moved into a new place. Mm-hmm. Like, behaviour. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the damage? Well, found an outrageously bougie houseplant emporium. <laughs> one with, you know, like a cafe at the back. Oh, and, with an overpriced coffee. Oh, I spent far too much on leaves. <laughs> I really on did. On leaves. Um, did you get all the bells and whistles with that? Like, I know how this situation's probably gone down. Uh-huh. You got the plant, probably yeah. paid quite a lot for it. Too much. Uh, then they sold you the kind of slate-looking kind yeah. of um, pot that's really yeah. heavy to carry home. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and then did you get like all the like this, the sprays and then the palm juice and like the the, the succulent whoa, like whoa, food? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on, you're stressing me out now because I just thought you had to water these things. No, so classic watering. You need mm. to know how much to water each plant. You have to really do your research on each one. Um, there's a really good app as well that you can take a picture of them. It tells you what each one needs. Uh, but my um, hack that I've just realised recently with plants, plant juice spray. Plant juice spray. Mm-hmm. One of the misty bottles. Yeah, but then it has all the nutrients for the plants. So it makes them proper green and thrive. Really? My plants are thriving. Am I going to have to be spending more money on these plants than oh, on no, myself? It's well, it's well cheap. It's like six, six ninety nine a bottle. Okay. It smells delicious. It's like perfume. It smells. My <laughs> one smells like mints. I felt like my, my plants were having to be like chewing like their favorite gum. You got deodorant amazing. for your plants, Ariel. <laughs> Basically, uh, but in that deodorant, there's all the nutrients that a plant could ask for. And honestly. All right. Don't knock it until you try it. I'm going to have to do my research. Do I need to get different sprays for different plants or is it a sort of a one size fits all? Well, this is a new thing that I've just mastered, but so far all of them, succulents, everything, they're they're loving it. Okay. So just try it on all of them and see what happens. All right. Well, I look forward to trying it out and I'm still waiting on my uh, housewarming succulents. So, uh... Oh, I did promise you that. Yeah, you did. I? It's not arrived yet. <laughs> it's, not it's probably in the post, I imagine. I wonder if our guest has um, some succulents in their place. Mm, I think it may be possible because this week joining us, Ariel, We've got the coolest comedian on the block who shot to fame over the past year with her relatable sketches and her parents' viral dance moves. So here for her Monday in the office sketches, they absolutely make me lol. So good. Um, it's not uncommon to find her in a wig or dressing up as all sorts of characters. It's the fabulous Abby Clark. Abby Clark, we're on our way round yours. Hello, come on in. Okay, so we're starting off in the kitchen with the lovely ambience of a dehumidifier. This is the room I film most of my videos in. Over at this end, we have a little kind of snug area around a wood-burning fireplace, which, you know, big selling point of the house. I feel like I'm on Selling Sunsets. Um, The fireplace is beautifully framed by two softbox lights and a tripod. And we have a pillow with me and my cat on that was for a crazy cat lady sketch, but is now something I just legitimately own. Just down by the side of it, I've got a 20 kilogram plate because it's a home gym too. (laughs) We got two litter trays because my cats refuse to share. Also, my mum says she treats them better than me. Uh, We've got another little installation of about 50 olive oil bottles that we have to move every time I film. And also I have some multicoloured pastel painted kitchen chairs that I upcycled once when I wanted to be Kirsty Elsop during a university summer holiday. Pretty proud of them. They're probably the most fashionable thing in the room. 
I'll take you upstairs to my bedroom then. Probably the, my favourite room in the house because I've been able to decorate it how I want to. I recently did a massive tidy where I sorted everything out, though it is inevitably already messy again. I will clean that when I have finished my to-do list, which um, very rarely happens. <laughs> so here we have a unmade bed and what looks like a clothing bomb explosion, a, a suitcase still yet to be unpacked. But um, most of all, the central feature of this room, we've got a beautiful little cat curled up in between my pillows. It looks like he's actually in bed. It's adorable. Hey, baby. Just a nice wholesome purr for you. I have a chest of drawers I also upcycled. I really went through an upcycling phase, didn't we all? I have a horse's head <laughs> made out of twig and string that I made at university when I did a production of Pippi Longstocking. I um, re-upholstered a stool in here. I'm making myself sound real crafty, you know. Got a lovely pink feather boa, also from a video I did. It's a collection of props um, and actual items I own. I have a nice little dressing area in the corner where I've got my long mirror and actually a rug from Primark. So I quite like that a little bit. And I've got my old cheerleading uniform hung up. Fairy lights galore, bit of bunting. It's a bit of a mess, like my life. <laughs> Love it. Welcome to the podcast, Abby Clark. Hello, hello. Gosh, that was awkward, wasn't it? <laughs> I, do you know what? I, was I, I found your home tour so endearing because you just had this like nervous laughter throughout yeah. the whole of it. Yeah, it's how Did I introduce everyone it? into my house is just with an apology. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hi, you don't have to be here for long, sorry. <laughs> well, my favourite part of the uh, the home tour was the, the cat purring, to be honest oh, with you. <laughs> I know, I, I mean, he purred for way longer than that as well. I really revved him up but got, got edited <laughs> is, down. It's rude. That is a strong purr. Like, if you were to get, like, a sound engineer and they're like, yeah. oh, I just need a cat purr for this, like, animation in this video, yeah. that is the purr it's a good they purr. would go for. But you, you have to keep the phone away from his face because he tries to rub his face on it, and then it just sounds like oh. a cat attack. Like, because it goes like... <laughs> <laughs> so I had to... He kept going closer, but yeah, we, we kind of nailed it. He is available for voiceover jobs. <laughs> Literally, we should get him on the podcast as well. We give should. him his fee. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got two. Uh, you've got two cats, Jekyll and Heidi. Excellent names Thank as well. But they sound outrageously spoilt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really. How are. long have you had your cats? Um, oh, that's a good question. I don't think I even know. I've never not had cats. Um, mm. Right. So, you know, they kind of, they tag team it. Um, <laughs> when one cat leaves, the others step up and take the place, I do believe. Um, <laughs> like, Jekyll used to be a rubbish cat. I'm not going to lie. He was the worst. You just didn't really see him. <laughs> right. <laughs> to mm. be honest. And, like, he didn't like to be touched. Though I've recently heard he goes over to the neighbours and he lets them fuss him uh, all day long. He's so got that's a secret rude. second life. Oh, I know. They say that, don't they? Um, They're quite... Yeah, but least least expected. But then he went. He he got quite ill, and he went to the vets. And I think he was handled so much at the vets that it actually like broke him in like a horse. And now, (laughs) (laughs) and now he lives for the belly rubs. He's the only cat I've ever met that'll have a belly rub, and he won't he won't attack you. He loves it. Oh, that that was his part. 
All yeah. it took was a trip to the vet. Mm. <laughs> <Fixed>. <laughs> yeah, just a near-death experience, and now he sees life in a whole new way. <laughs> I am. Um, I feel like there's so many areas to cover. I want to get. Um, I just love the 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 kind of the little quick insight into the home gym thing, as you described it. <laughs> yeah, because like, everyone. <laughs> yeah, everyone who we've spoke to on this podcast, like, because in lockdown, it was just a thing. Like you bought an item for your like home gym, mm. and yours yeah. is the twenty kilogram plate. I so know. I should have said it was heavier. Should didn't I? No, 20 kg is actually. Oh, there's the, the 75 kg. I don't know. <laughs> but 20 kg is like quite a lot. Do you, can you give us an example of what exercises you do with it? Is this like yeah. a hip thrust um, thing? Do you use it like a kettlebell? No, well, so I also have a medicine ball. I've got a medicine oh, I ball have and a in. plate. Yeah, yeah, so I use the medicine ball for like squats, med ball slams, all that. And then I use the plate for like, I don't know, I do like a rowy thing with it. I do some deadlifts with it. Um, Super fit. It does the mm. job. Yeah, I'm impressed. Uh, you've mentioned cheerleading as a skill. Yeah. Do you have like the majorette baton type thing? Is there a space for you to really like flex that cheerleading muscle at home? No, not really. I mean, I did get my parents to do one cheerleading video with me <laughs> where we kind of <laughs> faked a stunt with a, a classic comical throw, look in the air, land. Um <laughs> But I don't know. It's weird. Like dance and cheerleading, just like not a thing that exists after uni or school, mm. unless you want to be the weird adult in a class of fourteen-year-olds. You know, like <laughs> there was always one, wasn't there? Like in your ballet class, in when you were like thirteen, and there was one forty-year-old woman trying to reclaim her youth. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't want to be her. So I, I, ju- I just have the uniform to show off. Well, if you've got the cheerleading uniform, do you have the circus uniform? Because mm. you did circus skills as well, right? Is school, is this right? Oh, you went to circus school? Well, no, I just did a little bit of... Um, I went to, like, some aerial silk classes. Oh, my um, la la. Yeah. Well, that was me trying to find something that was, like, kind of stunty and dancey and active, but w- that was for adults. <laughs> um, <laughs> I d- yeah, I just really like active kind of stuff. And uh, I did audition for circus school and I got in to do like aerial and stuff. And it was actually that where I made a decision between doing that or doing a little six week course in comedy. And that's when I chose to to, to be a comedian. So it was going to be comedian or aerialist. I love (laughs) it. So random. But you've always been a bit of a performer, haven't you? Because did you study, was it drama that you studied at uni? Yeah, well, my whole family are actors. Mm -hmm. So um, I kind of grew up with performing and... Yeah, well, that was the thing. It was it was a it was a post uni panic, really, auditioning for circus school because <laughs> it, it, it was that thing where I was like, because I did I did a bit of like assistant directing. I even did some like production running on like TV stuff. Like I just knew that I wanted to be involved in that world, and I got really into like movement direction when I was doing directing, which is why I went and looked at circus and stuff because I. It was just that thing. It was like, I know I want to be doing something creative. I know I want to do something to do with performance, but I didn't work out exactly where I fit. And then it was until I did comedy where I, like all the things I liked from all the other things came together. And it was like, ah, this is it. But it's also the skills that you've kind of got alongside that because you've mentioned quite a lot that you've got like lots of props, mm. costumes, like wigs, the whole shebang. I feel like you've learned all the kind of tricks that, like of the trade that go around that performance as well, whether it is your stand-up comedy or whether it's um, acting with your parents or all your TikTok videos, obviously. Um, you've said in your home too that you're not very artsy and crafty, but you talk <laughs> Talk about upcycling 
more than any other guest we've ever had. So I'm oh, going to put it out I there and say you are a closet You're a closet mm. crafter, aren't you? You're a closet yeah, crafter. Yeah, no, I do love a craft. I don't often have time to do it now, but I do love it. What's your number one most proud crafting creation? <laughs> oh, that's not a your good horse's question. head. <laughs> the horse's <laughs> head is not my proudest moment. <laughs> that was that was the gateway drug. That was that's where I started. Um, just just talking about the horse's head for a minute. What's that all about? What was it for? Any particular reason? <laughs> Do you want to see it? It's right here. Hang on. Absolutely love to. I, oh my god! That's really it's impressive. Sensational. There we go. Look at that. It looks like him. Um, what's that? Oh my is god! Equus? You're in the national. It's it War looks. Horse. Yeah, it's from Warhorse. I was going to say. Warhorse. I just can't bring myself to bin him, and so he just lives as a weird like trophy in my house. Do you oh. ever do you ever puppet him around the place? <laughs> sort of wipe him out at Christmas scare parties. People that come to the door just with like a sort of horse. Like... <laughs> I, I did actually. He came in handy for a video I did once where I had to. I literally said about like building a. Wooden horse. I was like making a joke about Trojan horses, and I was like, "Perfect! I've got a wooden horse. I've got a dog puppet down somewhere as well." I went through a puppet phase. I was mm. really into puppets. You keep um, everything. Would you say that you're a bit of a hoarder? Um, or just is, I'm, is, not, I'm not as that's not as bad as my mum. She she doesn't let us get rid of anything. Like I'll do like a clear out, mm. and I'll go downstairs, and things have been taken back out the box, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, I don't need that Kinder Egg surprise toy. She does, however, want fifty olive oil olive oil bottles. I have questions. <laughs> yeah, Many questions. So, are they empty? Are they full? Have they been tasted or used for cooking? Are they just purely for show? Where have they been plucked from? I, Where have they been bought? Are, are they from all over? Are they from like? Are they just one kind that she's really obsessed with? Tell me the details. No, there's multiple. There's also kind of oils and sauces from around the world. Basically, I think what's happened is, uh, well, my mum doesn't like to throw anything out, but also <laughs> me and my sister have come back having lived not at home. Yeah. And with it brought all of our <laughs> cooking supplies, cutlery, like Oils. you know, when you when you that best thing when you go to uni and you do the IKEA trip or like or Primark and you go and you you pick everything up and you pick your matching colour cutlery <laughs> and everything and then it all comes home and so we have like three households worth of olive oil mm. and oh, salt. Wow. We got a lot of salt. Have you used them for cooking? Because olive oil goes off, doesn't it? <laughs> I honestly think they're just there for show. Um, I think I think she enjoys moving them every time I do a video. I That's think exactly just, what I was about to get to because you yeah, have it keeps to the fitness move up. Them. <laughs> every video takes a long time to fill because about hour and a half is spent just tidying the house to do it. You did describe a, a clothing bomb in your tour, which yeah. I think is yeah. it's something that everyone yeah. can get behind. It's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> Where do you store everything? Because you've got, like, you obviously I have don't. outfits. Can you not store? <laughs> On the floor. On the floor. Like, On the floor. <laughs> is it organised chaos or is it just like you manage just to get through it? Yeah, I do probably just get through it. I mean, I know where some things are. Like, mm. that is that is the problem with moving back home is sometimes my mum will come in and... T- tidy. I know that sounds awful. It's like, oh my god, How you poor thing. She? Your mum tidies. Um, it must but it be is. So you're tough like, for you. it is. 
Honestly, it's such a hard life. But it is when you're like, oh no, that was actually like really sweaty and five days old. Like it was, it was, it was on its way to the wash, but it's right next to something clean. She doesn't know that. I'm like, it, 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 there's, there's some kind of order in my brain. Um, and, but I do, I do like massive tidies all at once and then it goes to like mm. pristine and then just mm. slowly deteriorates. I'm like Until that. I'm like, I can't keep living like this. I have yeah. like a weekly routine where it's usually on a Thursday and it just gets to the point I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Mm. And I have like the big old, like massive clean, everything like very mm. thoroughly. And by like Monday, it's just started to fall apart again. And I can yeah. bear it till about the, the following Thursday and then I have to like do it again. Um, it's just like, you can basically see each day of my life, like in the week, <laughs> like in certain parts of my flat, just like, oh, that yeah. was like Saturday night. That was Monday morning. <laughs> tracksuit that was the gym kit for I can't be bothered like washing so I've just left it on the radiator and hope that it doesn't smell the whole flat out um yeah I'm I'm very similar to you in that sense of like there's no organization to it but it's there and I can usually find yeah. where it is I <laughs> think- yeah like you, you know ish Mm. Yeah, ish. <laughs> I've got trust issues for people that have got tidy homes the entire time, to be honest. I'm like, what are you doing that means that you can find the time? It's to... just called being organised. No, no, I'm not having it. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't believe in it. It's a myth. Yeah. Organisation's a myth. <laughs> or they have it's cleaners. It's not real. No, I think they've just stuffed everything out of shot. That's what they've done. Yeah, they've just yeah. Yeah, yeah. they've just. Got Stacey Solomon has just pushed everything <laughs> yeah. to the side. <laughs> She's a lie. The whole thing's a lie. <laughs> She's got a cupboard of shame somewhere that everything's just rammed yes. into. Yes, she opens like it, it all Monica. falls out. <laughs> so we know you've got quite the wardrobe of costumes, but what do you actually wear when you're on stage doing stand-up? Is there sort of a go-to uniform that you that you don, or is it just whatever is comfiest? I take um, style inspiration from Groovy Chick. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I love yeah, Groovy she's, Chick. She's my style icon. So it's usually a crop top and flares is mm-hmm. kind of like, I'd say, my uniform. But does, like I was saying earlier, like, it depends on what you've eaten that day because sometimes <laughs> you, you just want something... Yes. Not to hide him, but just to like be comfortable. You don't. Yeah. I, I think it's really difficult because, like, in my head, when you walk on stage before you even said a word, you want them to be like, oh, "I know who this person is." Mm. Mm. Let's quickly talk about wigs because uh, you've got quite the collection, I love them. haven't you? I love them <laughs> yes. too. I love them for festivals. Oh my god! I I I become a different person. I just take on the personality of the wig. Uh, have you got a favourite wig? <laughs> Becky with an eye. <laughs> um, <laughs> They've got names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Becky's Becky's my OG. She's she's just my dream. Like, so my dream <laughs> is to be like to play like a basic like queen bee mean girl kind of like I want to be Regina George. Um, right. And I've like always wanted to try out blonde, but. Whenever I go to the hairdressers, they're always like, oh my God, your hair's so nice. And I just can't lose that guaranteed compliment. Um, and, <laughs> and I feel like if I bleached it, I've just been warned against bleaching hair. So mm. Becky was my moment to get to be blonde. It was mm. for a video where I was playing like a basic cheerleader or whatever. So I got the blonde right. wig. Um, and I just became like, oh my God, like this little basic girl when I put it on. And and I got my followers to name her. And we, we, named, we named her Becky, but we decided she'd insist it was spelt with an I at the end rather than a Y. So she, she was Becky. And Becky is one of how many wigs in the collection? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Probably... Oh. 
maybe like seven. Okay. I, most of them are named after Mean Girls characters because <laughs> I did do a Mean Girls lip sync and I got all the wigs. So we have Mrs. George, Gretchen, Katie. Wow. Um, and then we have... Uh, I've, got, I've definitely got a Boris wig somewhere in there. <laughs> well, I was just about to ask you when it comes to you performing, because obviously we we're gonna get we're gonna get to your um, TikToks and your videos that you've been making because they have just been so successful and really like kind of catapulted you into this like huge like arena now. Um, but I want to talk to you about stand up because you were obviously doing stand up gigs before lockdown, and then you mm. had to adapt. Are you are the gigs starting again? Are you getting back on the road? Is that going to happen? Yeah, they they've come back. They're still socially distanced obviously which is not ideal but I've, I've still had some great gigs like it's cool how stand-up has adapted really like I even did like driving gigs which at first sounded like my idea of hell right. um, which is just like you were you were wanting cars to beep you it went against everything <laughs> I've learned <laughs> like I now I know to hit cat calls is a great compliment because I'm like oh my god they think I'm funny uh, <laughs> and like, I didn't even tell a joke you can just tell um but but yeah but by the end of it I was actually really starting to enjoy driving gigs um and then so do they yeah, listen I mean, through the stereo in the car then? Is that how that yeah, works? Yeah, so they listen Amazing. to the stereo and then instead of laughing, they'd like beat their horn and stuff. <laughs> or like so flash their lights. But yeah, it, it felt like I was opening for Lightning McQueen. Like, it was quite <laughs> fun. Um, and then like, we had to do Zoom gigs, which also seemed awful, but then actually it didn't turn out too bad. Like it, it's adapted and it's always kind of made it work really you've had yeah. to do outdoor gigs as well like all these gigs that like before lockdown I'd be like I would never do that that is yeah. the worst setup for a gig ever mm. like all like you turn up and you're like this is going to be the worst gig of my life and now the ones <laughs> when you're like oh man this is great <laughs> um, let's talk about your videos then because um TikTok is really a platform where you've like not I want to say blossom because you're all you were there but it's really given you an, an incredible platform hasn't it to really reach a much bigger audience mm. were you straight in on the TikTok thing did you have like was it a thing that came from lockdown just having like you say having to adapt um I love that you get your parents involved as well so you need to chat about them because obviously you're from at home but like were you a bit dubious about joining the old TikTok train? Because obviously it's worked so well for you. I never expected it to work so well. I, I originally like joined TikTok the Christmas before the lockdown. I think it was like mm-hmm. November or something. So I had joined because I was hearing rumours of, you know, that's where young people are. It's <laughs> um, where the youth and, are. Yeah. And, and like, I, I was getting to a point where, like, I I mean, I'm still really new to stand-up as well. I'd been doing stand-up about a year and I, it was going really well for me, but I was doing a lot of comedy club gigs and the average age of comedy club audiences are kind of 40 and above. Mm. Um, and so I was kind of having to write material for them rather than write about what I really wanted to write about, which was kind of like being a 20 year old woman at the moment and the things we're experiencing and they weren't like I remember I went to one gig and I talked about the sims and they didn't even know what it was (laughs) (laughs) I was like you know you know the sims and they were just silent um and so I wanted to kind of find an audience online because I was like where where's basic young women instagram um and then instagram at the time they hadn't they didn't have reels and stuff so it was kind of difficult to find an audience that didn't already follow you yeah whereas tiktok has the amazing like thing that it shows it to people even if they don't already follow you so i joined and i kind of looked at it but i i didn't really persevere with it i was kind of like i don't get it 
they're just dancing. That, the, see, that's me at the moment. And I really want yeah. the skills. Like, I feel like there's so much editing. Like, people are so skilled. Mm. Like, the transitions and the music and the, like, like the cutaways. Like, I'm just like, I just don't have those skills. So it terrifies me as, like, something to get involved with. Although, for me, it's very entertaining. I love the content that I find on there. And, like, I can, I can while away hours just watching other people's videos on there. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I can while away about an hour and then I get jealous. <laughs> And then I'm like, can't watch this anymore. You're too good. Um, <laughs> this is making me feel bad about myself. <laughs> was it tough having to work from home and actually having your workplaces where you were living? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at first it was all kind of a novelty. So it was all like riding this wave of like, oh, I just got to keep churning it out and stuff. Whereas now it's settled a bit mm. and life's coming back. To, and, and now, yeah, I do struggle with that because also my house is not designed to film in, as you heard. <laughs> um, and we're right by, like, quite a busy road. Yeah. The birds in the garden hate me and love to heckle. Um, <laughs> honestly, you don't hear a peep from them as soon as you press record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bird song. Yeah, they are. They're yeah. like five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> gospel choir. Um, I literally have videos where I have to run out in the garden, shake the trees, run back in, perform my line. So run good. Back, like, so it's not an ideal environment to film in so I do find it really difficult just to film yeah and then it and it and it is and I think it's difficult for my family as well that the house has become a workplace like my mum mm. is terrified of walking in and I'm doing a story <laughs> on Instagram and she's like haha no it's like a vampire like, <laughs> can't, can't be seen on camera but you went viral dancing to this is one of my favourite videos ever and certainly of last year the Daddy Freya music video Think About Things and your rendition in the garden with your parents is absolutely <laughs> incredible <laughs> how was that to film it was okay actually <laughs> was that the first time you'd roped your parents into a video or had you kind of convinced no, them before so basically I just saw that on TikTok people were kind of loving parents that was becoming quite a thing in lockdown and I was like well my parents could could do this better <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was more of a struggle than I expected actually <laughs> <laughs> I think I was too confident about them. Um, but uh, yeah, but we did it and it kind of just, it just blew up within like our friends and family and they just loved it. Um, and my dad was teaching at a theatre school at the time and his students loved it. Um, and so it was kind of that thing after we were like, oh and so like it kind of grew and it became this like work Wednesday thing we did (laughs) it was in the first lockdown where everyone was still you know finding it fun Um, (laughs) when we were all still full of joy remember that um, good times yeah and so we kind of did it every Wednesday and I remember the Eurovision one actually I think we'd had a big one we did Despicable Me where my dad dressed as Gru and me and my mum dressed as Minions and we were like we can't top it like Mm. it it did really well people loved it it was like what are we going to do and I I thought it was too late to do Eurovision. I thought we kind of missed the boat on it, but we did it and it just blew up. And I, my mum loved it. I remember it's the first one that she always, she's like, I love that one. That was really good. I really, I really, can we do that one again? <laughs> I think she just, she found the choreo the easiest on that one. Mm. And it was actually my dad's, go to have a breakdown on that one <laughs> um, I, mean, I just would love to know what our neighbours thought of us just bobbing around our garden for an entire afternoon 
Uh, well, I mean, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. I feel like we've covered so much, haven't we? We have talked about a lot. Costumes, yeah. videos, <laughs> like at-home filming dramas. Got um, the horse. The cats. <laughs> the horse. The horse. It's just there. Apologies for continuity if we never keep that in. And <laughs> it's just and a horse appears. We, just, we, we, we had not? one conversation about a horse. But I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. the horse will make it. Is, is a, it's a very unique thing that has been brought to this podcast episode. You said yeah. unique like it wasn't a good thing. <laughs> no, I like it. No, I want one. That was a this... kind unique. No, no you're I'm so unique, so... Abby. No, I'm really here for it. So like the random items are like what keep mm. me going in this podcast. Like we had um, a Chrome dog speaker that yeah. has just stayed with me. And that was like one of our first episodes. Yeah. Um, we've had the Rod, Rod Stewart, Stewart mirrors. mirrors. Um, what else is it? The terrarium. Terraniums. Um, um, the LED lights under Sideman's bed. LED lights. That was great. Yeah. Uh, Thor's hammer. He had Thor's, Thor's hammer. hammer. Yeah. So the unique <gasps> items are what make cool. each episode. So actually, you peaked because we've never yeah. had a, a homemade horse head. A wicker horse head. I want one though for my new flat. I feel like that's what it's missing. Wicker horse head <laughs> yeah, needs to be. I think, I think it's the new trend of 2021. Yeah. Everyone's going to have them. I, watch, I was just there first. Watch George do it on TikTok and it yeah. blow up. It's going to be huge. I would hate you. <laughs> <laughs> That, that is when I'd close TikTok, jealous. Be like, damn it. Um, before we let you go, we always like to ask, I guess, one thing. Mm. And that is, what does home mean to you? Oh, God, deep. Um... <laughs> I mean, you could just answer you just uh, like, with a horse head and that would be absolutely fine. Um, no, I, I guess it's just where you come home to and get to go isn't it mm. um and like i've i've moved a lot so i've i've never i'm not one of those people who's lived in the same house their whole life it's why we've accumulated so much stuff <laughs> so i i guess it's just like where my people are either my family or friends um cats, cats. <laughs> so it's just i guess it's it's just my space where i can take a load off and yeah, yeah, kind of turn your, yourself off, you know, when you like you've been on all day, yeah, mm. and then you come home and you become the real you. That <laughs> 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 nobody else knows. That it's the safe space to let out my inner demon. That's my home. <laughs> <laughs> I will happily take that. Love it. Inner demon space. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you for inviting us round. And where can people find you on your TikTok and your Instagram and like see all these amazing sketches and whatnot? Mm. You can find me at Abby Clark Comedy, spelled A-B-I the correct way. Uh. <laughs> and you'll be able to find me on TikTok very soon with all of your finest wicker horsehead horse content. <laughs> Thanks so much, Abby. Thanks, Abby. Thanks for having me. Well, that was fun. We'll catch you again next week on All Round Mine when we visit the Royal Palace of Drag Queen Crystal. Oh, yes, you know that is going to be absolutely fabulous. See you then. And if you enjoyed this episode, please follow us wherever you get your podcasts.